What's the song of the day, boys? Nipsey Hustle joint. You know what I'm saying? Anniversary. Yeah, so it's just everyone act like you're listening to a Nipsey Hustle song. We're going to be nodding to three different, different songs. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's going to be like, if I put a house like remix this, on and right? I'm, like, <laughs> I'm going to be way off you guys. What you listening to? <laughs> Yo, episode 85, Mickey D's Radio. Uh-huh. Podcast, yeah, man, come on, Mickey man. I see, I see where you at, though. No, hey, yo, we hey, got too many shows. <laughs> we got one too many shows. It's a good problem wait, to have. When we did the episode, this is so funny you did that because I know we I did the episode know. of Lazy Boy. <laughs> and he goes, "Yo, this is Mickey D's radio is like." Uh, no, no, I no, said Mickey D's show. No, no, no. And then I, th- I know, but you said Mickey D's radio, and then we corrected you. You're like, "All right, back to Mickey D's radio." radio. He said it again. <laughs> he goes, "Mickey D's show." And I'm like. No, that ain't it either. <laughs> so, so listeners, it's funny. You hear what you want when you're talking on a podcast. There's been a few times where all of us has said something and we said, yo, you accidentally said that. Like, no, I promise I, I didn't, promise say, that. didn't say that. And then I'll go back and listen <laughs> and, like, and send them a clip on what they said. Damn, like, you yo, said it. No the, the, the like, what? You said it. I'm like, all right, nigga, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't me. <laughs> Shit, you're able to mess up. Right, call. exactly. Yeah, Mickey in. D's show. Episode 85. Mickey D's Mickey podcast. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Mickey D's podcast. And he's the one that doesn't drink or smoke at all. Yeah, of us. Right. Clearly, what? I got a lot on my mind. I see that. You got a wedding coming up, man. You ought to yeah, be wait. nervous. Yeah, man. You ought to be nervous. Hey, man, I did the food tasting. <laughs> How was we're going to be eating good. Woo! We're eating good. Talk we are eating super good. Dessert, I mean, too? Dessert, yeah. And we got late night. Um, we got sliders. Senior foods? Ooh, sliders. Oh, nigga. I'm oh, getting a yeah. room out there. Yeah, you guys man. ever had an Oreo ball? Yep. Like with the cream. The fried one? Let's, let's no, describe no, 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 no. this real careful. It's like, a, <laughs> no, it's just an Oreo with like the inside, outside, like Oreo on the inside. It's like fried? A cre- like a cream cheese type of thing. No. Oh, mm. damn. That shit it's sounds dope. interesting. Sounds Okay. I'm ready. Let's go. Yeah, man. We actually got the marriage license today. Nice. We, we did it online. We did didn't you have, have to it? show up and wait in line. Did you have? Did you have? Were you able to get it from or? LA, or did you have to go to Orange County? No. So it's because everything's closed down still. Yeah. The headquarters is in Whittier, so they they did like a Zoom call and they said, you know raise your right hand. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. We did that, and they just mail you the um the joint. Yeah. We uh, we ended up because they were backed up when we did it. We had to go to Orange County. I was just like, fuck it, let's just go to Orange County. Yeah, went to the Hunter Center. Yeah. We woke up one morning, we had a 9 a.m. Um, thing. We were, I mean, we were in and out of there because yeah. we had an appointment. So it was in, boom. And because we weren't doing it, we were just getting the license. I'm sure like you guys did. Yeah, we just had to swear. They don't. Here you go. We were gone. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Let's go get breakfast. <laughs> yeah. Express, huh? All right. Yeah. Hey, if, if you plan on coming to L.A., stay away. I was in Venice this weekend. Rode bikes from Venice to Santa Active, Monica. Huh? Popping people like are, people are outside. I, I'm trying. I'm really looking at these people, trying to figure out if they're from here or from out of state. It was really hard to tell. But when I walked in, the crowd of people in Venice, you know, they always got some street shit going mm-hmm. on. Like it just looked, looked and felt suspect. Like you know, because there's, there's been a lot of theft right in right. LA. So yeah, you know. But then you go to Santa Monica; it's a lot quieter, and everyone knows Santa Monica's cleaner. Well, and I got a little inside scoop on some of those thefts. Okay. Uh, apparently, they weren't legit. How so? I mean, why would you? Why else would? Oh, it? they're just spreading rumors. Oh no, they happened. Yeah, but they were staged. Ah. ah. The Toka Madera situation. Did they have? A, did they pull anything out? Or did they just threaten people as they walked by. 
They no, they took something. They took a watch. Do you, was, like, Bobo, do you know did what they, they took? threaten their lives with a gun or a knife or anything? I believe not. Yeah, so that's what's crazy. Toka Madera, you got seeing on left and right side of the sidewalk, and someone's coming up to you threatening your life with nothing. You just assume he has something. Maybe his of hands in his pocket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then people naturally just, oh shit, take my watch, leave me alone. Nah, I, I gotta see it. <laughs> yeah, let me see. I mean, it. I All right, you right, you got it. You yeah, got it. Yeah. Right. Nah. <laughs> Give me your shit. Get the fuck up out of here. You yeah. got someone, you are you gotta show me. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. I've been stuck up before. <laughs> I got to see it. <laughs> it's a calm experience. Yeah, so we're here to talk about a lot of things. And one thing that stuck out, and we love a good troll, Lil Nas X. Ooh, man. Nike sued him. Misfit? I'm wondering what no, was No, Nike suing... Um, the creators? Uh, Misfit. Mischief. Mischief. Excuse me. Yeah, yes. The blood donors. Mischief. Yes. Nike suing Mischief. Yeah. And let's get it straight. Uh, as a resident sneaker connoisseur, sure, please, and please. Uh, as well as Rel and Intro, you know. Um, but deep in the game, Mischief had already done uh, previously the Jesus shoe. They yeah, they're known for this type of shit. So they're known to yeah. do a little crazy stuff. Uh, the the Jesus shoe was numbered, and it had uh, holy water in the air bubble. <laughs> Genuine holy water, as they claim, blessed, yeah, anointed. Mm-hmm. Is the word, yeah. Yes, okay. correct. So the anointed holy water was in the air bubble. And then um, in true, you know, controversial fashion, the complete, the yin to the yang would be yeah. the Satan shoe. Yeah. And so um, I I don't even know what to, I mean. But they well, what's get, the difference between, what's the difference between these other people does, uh, redesigning the the Air Max or whatever there Nike is no, shoe. There, that's the thing. There is no That's difference. what I'm saying. Like, just because I, it seems like Nike's just trying to save face because they're talking about the devil or people are don't agree with from, this. From what I there's got. There's no difference from anyone From what I got is Nike is Nike's saying that it's confusing to the consumer because everybody gave, when it first hit, like, you know, the, the, the masses or whatever, Everyone thought that this was an, an actual Nike release. Yeah. Yeah. Well, right? And this is the problem because, you know, I had some quote unquote woke friends that uh, was reposting and really like, oh, I'll never wear Nike again. Yeah, this exactly. Sure, and, sure. and I think the key um, word here or, or caption was Nike is releasing mm-hmm. XX, you know, Lil Nas X slash Satan shoe. Satan shoe, right? <laughs> They left mischief out of it, and they were labeling Nike was officially releasing yes. it. And then, you know, to those people, I, I quickly was like, bro, there's no, no way. way Nike is affiliated to this, yeah. number one. And then, two, like, you know, like, this is this falls in line with the Warren Lotuses and mm, kind of right. everything else. And even then, like, with Warren Lotus, because you could argue this is more of a, a shoe surgeon situation, because mm-hmm. for those that aren't familiar, like, shoe surgeon will, will get... The, the models of and panels of every whatever shoe he's remaking and then change out the materials and that's mm-hmm. like a custom work. Yeah. Warren Lotus actually had hunt like whatever thousands of pairs being constructed in overseas in factories and being made. These, from what I understand, were just you know restructured and obviously added human blood. I guess apparently human apparently blood. it's real yeah, human it blood. Yeah. By and the creators, the mischief guys. Yeah, and then when they got asked, like, oh, how did you guys uh, get the human blood? They were like, well, not the most efficient way or not the prettiest way. It's just like, <laughs> they pricked okay. it. They pricked their fingers. And when you when you have that little device where you prick, it consumes the blood. And then they 
unleash the blood into the shoe. I mean, that would sign. They said that. Yeah, that's a fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I was watching shit. it. Earlier. Yeah. Oh, all, all right. the cre- I think there was like six of them. That's white people shit. Oh, yeah. I don't know if Lil Nas X was involved with that, but yeah, they pricked their fingers. Yeah, so you know he he did it in line with uh, his music video giving uh, Satan a lap mm-hmm. dance. Listen, and, and then killing Satan and Miss. Miss I didn't watch the video. I could. I, I didn't watch the that's video. That's not yet. my vibe. I, don't I didn't like, watch the video. Um, Mr. I caught like they're, ten, they're genius, ten if you think the about last them. ten seconds. I caught all I needed to see. They're geniuses. If you the only ask thing me. I think is fucked up is that, like you said, it's they got the shoe and did what they want with it. At that point. Nike's just saying we don't want our brand associated with this, which is fair. But it's still kind of fucked up because you should be able to do what what you want once you purchase something. But that's what Nike. But that's what Nike is saying because they were making the same argument about the the Jesus shoe. They'd be like, "Yo, you guys didn't Say go crazy that. about this when they did that." They were saying the difference was is that they weren't advertising this as a Nike release, the same way, right? Like they advertised this one. That's what Nike's yeah. issue is. I that. think a lot of the right. captions, like with the whole like Nike, Nike is releasing, releasing this, yeah. is that what's sticky. Yeah, that's here's what Nike's a, here's biggest another thing. Uh, issue is. You get another person like a uh, John John Geiger. He's making Air Force Ones. He so is cool. Chains and swoops. So is Cool Kai with the Jordan One. Fin- and and again, that's and, what I'm and saying. And don't they're get it twisted that they're not getting lawsuits. By the way, no, no they're, they're not. The I know, I know. No, that's they're what not. I'm saying. And they're selling out in every fucking city. You just had to save face. Yeah. That's all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, look, you got to clear your name, and obviously, it's it's catching a lot of buzz, and maybe this is just running up streams on. And that's why I said Mischief is genius for this. They knew exactly what they were fucking doing. Yeah. They sold out every shoe in like in minutes. Didn't yeah, they? and and they actually sent out um, the shoe to a couple people early mm-hmm. to show all the packaging, all the crazy stuff. And you know, fortunately, with all the relationships we've uh, had at the shop, um, I have a good friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Oh man! Who, who actually his video has gone uh, viral. You heard it here first. Mickey like D's podcast trending on YouTube. Okay, and no. then the the well, I'll, I'll let him talk about it. All right, let's call him. Giving him as far as a little bit, but uh, in true uh, Mickey D's fashion, I think I'm gonna mess with him real quick before okay we talk about anything <laughs> serious. So all right, you guys are gonna be the pastors. Okay, ready? All right, all right. Here go. I got the holy water on deck. Nah, we ain't at that church. <laughs> they touch boys at that church. <laughs> oh, <laughs> You know, you know I'm going. Yo. Yo. My guy, how are you? What's good, bro? I'm good. How are you? Doing well, man. So, look, um, I wanted to call because. Um, you know, I, I got up with my pastor, you know, and uh, we wanted to pray for you because, you know, all the, all the, the spirits and the crazy dealings you're, you're going through right now, um, you know, speaking on the devil and like, you know, getting your views up. So I just wanted to pray for you. All right. Yeah, for sure. I got you, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, you're on the Mickey D's podcast. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Sneaker Life, Mike Mitchell, how are you? Bro, okay, first off, <laughs> you don't know how many people have called me and actually prayed for me. No, <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's a <laughs> yo, I, I feel you. I, I, I couldn't even watch your video because I, you know, the, the trailer had already got me kind of freaked out. But, you know, 
how are you feeling, you know, uh, you know, promoting the devil and getting your views up? It, it worked out, right? Yeah, I mean, I knew it was going to work out. So it was one of those things. <laughs> Mission accomplished. How long before people get over this and move on? <laughs> a week. Next week. Exactly. Easy. <laughs> a week. Nah, and all, and all uh, so just joking around, I got DJ Danger Zone to my left, DJ Rel uh, further to my left. Uh, Andre Cox uh, behind uh, the the cameras. Hey. We got the Mickey D's podcast on uh, djcity.com. And so we just wanted to reach out, see what the whole experience was. You know, was it uh, Satan himself that called you? Or like, was it hell on the mailing address when you got the shoes? Like, what was that experience like uh, yeah. for someone who didn't watch uh, the video or maybe you didn't touch on some stuff? <laughs> so, I mean, I'll just tell you my perspective of how everything worked out. Yeah, absolutely. Obviously, this shift reached out to me. My whole thing is like, is that a single person, or is that like an a, a, a initiative? Is that like Scientology or? Mischief? Yeah, it's like one person. Just, no, it's no, like three guys. A, a company that basically takes a lot of Nike shoes and makes different collaborations from them. Like you know, they have the Jesus shoes, it was the holy water, and right? Soul, and those went crazy online. I think like the ninth most googled shoe of 2019. They were selling for about four thousand dollars. Resales dropped since then, and Jesus. Since this whole Satan thing, they were actually removed the Jesus shoes from StockX and all those other platforms. Wow, so that's pretty interesting. Interesting. Um, I wonder if that's working. Yeah, like as far as I guess you guys want to look at it on a religious aspect, a spiritual aspect. There's so many different ways of going about it. Yep. Me personally, I believe in God, and I feel like this was an opportunity I asked for, and I was ready and prepared for. Sure. So they reached out to me, told me that information about the Jesus shoes. I did my own research. Obviously, I'm a YouTuber. I do this for a living. So I knew the right title, the right tags, how to go about this. Making that skit is what made it trend for so long because it's entertaining. Right. And I mean, I expected it to go viral, but not to the point where I had 48,000 dislikes. Damn. Damn. But doesn't doesn't that mess with no, your algorithm? To, no good deed goes unpunished. Like you know, your that because you got so many dislikes, <clears throat> your video doesn't pop up as much in random viewers. No, because it was such a controversial topic that YouTube kept it trending. I mean, uh, it got as low as trending number four. So wow, any publicity anything, is good publicity. It has like thirty five thousand likes. You know what I'm saying? So oh wow, it's it's just one of those things. <laughs> You think Jesus disliked it, or honestly, no? I think he, I think he hit the thumbs up. I think it was the first like, no cap, no cap. Yeah, because I would assume some people probably just went on there to dislike without even watching the video, for sure. And I'm not going to front like you know. Obviously, I'm a big supporter of you. I'm a big fan of you. Um, I, I still didn't watch the video because like you know, there's some level of like I don't really want to go to bed, like doing whatever, but like. Or like watching some shit, but like at the same time, um, you know, uh, you did have a kind of follow up video, right? Yeah, I actually did two two follow up videos. Okay. So I mean, speaking on what you're saying, you're the homie. Obviously, you support me. I don't expect anyone to watch the video. Like any of my close friends, I know how everyone moves, and I get it's it's deeper than that, right? Always. Of course. Uh, I have tons of very religious friends are like yo i love you but i didn't watch it and i'm like hey it ain't for everybody it's for 1.3 million people though that's cool mm. hello. <laughs> hello i like that number 
But um, what was your second question to move on from that? Oh, just like the follow-up videos. Like what was oh, yeah, yeah. the perspective so, you went on there? And yeah. Um, it was, I knew the video was going viral. So I'm like, all right, the only way to capitalize on this is to make a second banger. And I even had a sense of anxiety waking up. Like I felt like someone was sitting on my chest because I'm like, yo, there's real blood. Yeah, it was the devil. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, you Google paralysis. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, bro, I woke up at like 5 a.m. And I'm like, I looked at my views. I'm like, I knew this was going to go off. And then I started feeling like, yo, someone's sitting on me right now. Like, (laughs) turn on the camera and I'm just, I'm just talking. I took that opportunity to preach what I truly believe in, which is number one, being a man of God. And number two, a book that changed my life was the science of getting rich, which was written in 1910 is by Walter D Waddles. And obviously I'm an influencer. I have people look at me for the aspect of like, okay, is Mike worshiping the devil? Is he a man of God? Like kids will generally like lean one way or the other based on who they look up to. Right. Of course. So I just tried to maneuver that into, yo, this is an amazing book that changed my life. And left it at that. It threw them things down the, the chute. <laughs> and that's what pushed it going on CNN. It was all over the country on the news networks. It's crazy. It was in Australia. It was in, in Germany. Sheesh. So. My man went international. Yeah. Let me let me ask you this. Are, are, the yeah. shoes, are the shoes right now reselling on platforms like StockX and, and GOAT? And if so, for how much? Um, no, they're not. Just because it was so controversial, all those applications removed that okay stuff. they are going on ebay and a lot of listings were removed because of obviously nike's monitoring it with counterfeit technically gotcha. the nike even though it's a real shoe it's customized to nike it's counterfeit so a lot of listings are getting removed but the resale market right now is looking about anywhere from 25 to five thousand dollars <sighs> people are paying those are what sold listings went for 2500 to five thousand dollars yeah and what was the retail on them 170? Like 10, what was the devilish number? Okay. 1,018. Okay. I'm, I'm surprised it wasn't like 166666. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. Might as well. Damn. You threw out that extra 600 just in case. Yeah. <laughs> Man, look, I had to call in an expert on the pod because we opened it up, you know, talking about, you know, it's music related and, you know, all the DJs, I'm sure. I mean, we you couldn't run away from this topic, right? No. Nah. So, um, I appreciate you. And then can you do me a favor and just uh, let everybody know where they can find you uh, before we we let you go? Yeah, you guys can YouTube Mike the Compass or you can find me on Instagram at Mike the Compass. I appreciate you guys having me on. Yeah, man, we appreciate you. Appreciate you. Sorry, sorry, I had a sideline get you from the, you know, with the surprise call, but... uh, I'm glad you were. I really thought y'all were about to pray. I'm like, hey. <laughs> he said, "Cool, pray. Let's pray. <laughs> Bow your heads." What, what, Mike? What you gonna do with the shoes? He tossed them. They're gone. Bro. Oh, oh, trash them. Yeah, good for you. <laughs> I wonder if somebody picked them up. <laughs> sure, they did. Where are you living in? <laughs> <laughs> so, somebody trying to get the second stimulus. <laughs> yeah, shit. I'll be, it's more than this. I think stimulus. this is just one big joke. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know I know where my beliefs are. I know where I stand. Yeah, don't listen to the atheists. It's okay. I don't <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we, we're messing with you, man. We appreciate you, though, taking the time, and uh, I'll, I'll check in with you on, on some real shit later. All right, man. Much love, y'all. I'll catch y'all later. All right, All right. Bro, peace. Yeah. Right. So, Saint the Shoes, compass, everybody. Saint, 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 Saint Shoes. <laughs> 
Same right. shoes. Man, them shit's trash anyway. Lil Nas was like, you got to admit, these joints is fire. No, they're no. not. You know why I will give Lil Nas X um, is his, just his like ability to just keep it going. You he know, whatever he was trolling, uh, whether it was uh, talking about getting Kirk Frank- Franklin on the remix <laughs> to balance things out. Yeah. And then, but like, he'll say that. And then right after he says something like that, he'll be like, Go listen to Montero or whatever. I don't want to say the name of the song, right? But yeah. People know. But like, go listen to the song on all platforms. Yeah. And then he'll show a mock-up of a Chick-fil-A Air Max and be like, all right, can we call it even? <laughs> yeah. like, listen. His ability to troll is like... It's this next level, this man. This next level. I yeah, he'll take whatever it. narrative that they're painting him with and he'll run with it. And oh. you're not going to cancel him. No, not at all. You, you've technically, a lot of you have been canceling people like him. And by that, I mean gays and, and black people. His whole life, so you're not going to get that on him. You know what? We we got a parent in the building. Um, do you let Young Brigham listen to Lil Nas X? Like the first Old Town Road? Was he big on Old Town Road? He loved New He Fox. loved that what shit. What kid don't love yeah. that song? But that's the thing. Of, but like, does this event change that? him off not from the playlist? My thing is, is like, it's, it's, his his lifestyle is normal. It's, it's Whose lifestyle? Lil Nas X, oh, like okay. as far as being a gay man, he's just right. young. He 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 caters to the kids. I mean, that's what his music is. It has a good message. I think obviously with the whole satanic part of it, I think he's just he's trolling. He's yeah, doing yeah. what is gonna get people to pay attention. It's polarizing. So yeah. it's that simple. But I mean, I don't have a problem with his music. I, I don't listen to it. Yeah, but, I don't listen to it. You know, it's and for the kids. That's what everybody was saying. Like, like, just don't pay attention to it, man. Like, so you, you wasn't listening to this fool's music prior to this. Like, then it don't matter. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, I mean, so, yeah. I'm not a parent, but I, I do think that the people who are like um, complaining about the content he puts out, it's just like, well, like, just don't let your kid listen your to it. Don't yeah, it's that kids? simple. Like, don't blame the artist. Exactly. <laughs> right. Your kid got to know better. You can't yeah, know better. I think his response was uh, the old town, or who was it? Uh, Sci High was the one that uh, complained about his kid listening to uh, this from, from Old Town Road. And then Lil Nas X replied, Old Town Road was about adultery and, <laughs> and about, so, and, about well. and about drugs. He's like, because he had lean in his bladder. <laughs> wow. I mean, they put it in Just Dance 2020, so, you yeah. know, I mean, kids going here. <laughs> like, yeah, you, like, I, I can't even be mad at it. Yeah. Like, it's just like, it's, it's, too, big. it's too big. You, can't, you couldn't escape the song regardless where you went. You couldn't escape matter. it. So it, it's just. I got to say, like, listening to the song, it's like, it's it's a, it's got a nice melody to it. Like, it's a bop. It's got, I get it. It's a bop. It's a bop. I, I, I understand why people like it. Yeah. Just put it like that. Am I putting it on in the car? No. no. Hell. Negative. No. <laughs> <laughs> A B negative. <laughs> All right then. All right. Yeah. Lil Nas X. Uh, moving on. Um, last week we talked about um, bookings and if we're going to get our rate or not. And um, I actually shortly after that I had a phone call with Sprite and we started talking about that and he was saying uh, how things are popping for him in regards to getting his rate and I thought it'd be dope to. Bring him on in a phone call and um, have him shed some light. Today. Yeah. <laughs> Shit, let me check my Palm Pilot. DJ Sprite, what up, man? You Turn are on up. Mickey D's Turn him up. podcast, right? We're yes, podcast. there you go. Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I, I almost said show and radio. Radio show podcast. What's good, man? How you feeling? Sprite's been on all of them, by the way. <laughs> yes. currently disassembling a bunk bed. Okay. 
Hey. Yeah, man. Disassembling a bump bag? Like, Less room for activities, huh? Yeah, so Sprite, um, we we started talking about bookings and um, getting your rate and all that. You know, you and I talked last week about it. And you, um, I was actually happy to have that conversation with you because you were talking about how you're going back to getting your rate. And I know one of the clubs you don't want to mention, but can you um, shed some light on that? Maybe mention the clubs. And I'm not saying to talk about the number you're getting, but... You know, you, you've been getting phone calls, so um, talk about it. Yeah, it's weird because, I mean, for about a year, there was nothing. I mean, maybe a couple of Texas and Florida because they were doing their own thing. But about three weeks ago, something happened, and all of a sudden, you know, my phone started lighting up again. And, like, clubs, like, offers were coming in, which was kind of random. Uh, the one came in for Chicago, and another came in for, uh, for D.C., another came in for El Paso, Texas, whole bunch of different spots, um, and uh, it was just interesting to see how it was going because I had no idea what was going to happen. Like, were they going to come back since it's been a year? Were they going to start going with new talent because it's been all these people on Twitch and I have been doing that? So, you know, it was one of those things where it was up in the air. But then when they started calling, I started to realize a lot of these spots were just reaching back out, almost like a, a pause button was hit in mid March of last year, and then all of a sudden. Something happened about three weeks ago and just unpaused it. And literally, even today, I got I think two or three more offers today from different gigs. So it's it's starting to feel like 2019 again. And I was really surprised about the rates. A couple of them did the whole, you know, we're gonna can we just drop it a little bit for now, you know, COVID and all that. But not many. Yeah, not many did. I think the big concern um, within the last year has been. Um, you know, the the uh, Twitch DJs, the ones that are popping or just Twitch DJs that are doing well, I guess they are going to take everyone's bookings. And what you were saying was these bookers never heard of these guys and they're just basically going back to who they know. That's what it seems like, because I was curious. So when I was talking to a lot of these people that I have personal relationships with, I would ask them. So, like, you know, who are you using? You know, what agencies are you reaching out to? And a lot of it was just business as usual. Like if you looked at the roster that's coming up, which it seems like end of May is the sweet spot. I think Memorial Day or whatever that holiday is yeah. at the end of May. That seems to be like kind of the like all, you know, floodgates open, everything, you know, I mean, back to normal as much as it can be, but all of my bookings are coming from May forward. But um, yeah, it was weird when I talked to them. It, it, all, it all seemed like, like 2019 roster. Like it was yeah. the same type of guys, which was very interesting. So I don't know if the, the people that, at the clubs that I was talking to, if they were paying attention to like some of that stuff like Twitch or just if, you know, just going back to what they knew. I mean, that's what it seems like. Well, it feels like with Twitch, it's, it's right in front of us, right? It's in, it's in our community. And so it's hard to, to look away because there really is no other place for us to look other than our own, individual let's call it pandemic hustles if if any and i'm curious to see i mean i would assume i don't think i don't know i don't think i felt that everybody would go running and try to pick the top twitch djs but it seems like those those the djs that have excelled on twitch for the mo- for at the very least added some value to their to their brand yeah you know versus they they definitely didn't hurt their brand because 
many of them, you know, you might not have even known, uh, you know, what they were up to or what their skill set was until they did that. So we'll see how that holds. No, I completely agree with that. I completely agree. And uh, that it's it's probably more in the DJ community. But, you know, from my career personally, DJs have been some of my best assets for getting bookings. Yeah. So I think a lot of people will get bookings off because a lot of, you know, in, in other interviews I've mentioned, a lot of times where I would get booked, it was just because the opener DJ or the resident, resident was a fan of my mixes right. or whatnot. And they had some influence with the booker. So I definitely think there's a lot of value in what's going on with Twitch. Absolutely. And some of those people, I think me and Danger, we were talking about it, especially the ones that have been excelling. If they combo that up with some representation, yeah, I think, I think they'll do great. I think they'll do amazing. Yeah. Well, I just thought it'd be dope to bring you on to shed some light and um, you know, cause it, it, it's kind of daunting thinking we're not going to get our rate. And some people think it's going to be a while. Some may not believe in themselves to get their rate, but you know, it's it actually may be possible for a lot of DJs to get what they want. They just got to play the game properly and not say yes to everything that flies their way, right? I agree. I think out of all those offers I've gotten over the last three weeks, only one pulled the pulled the like um, the discount because of yeah the discount rate. And to be honest, it wasn't that much. It wasn't like crazy. It wasn't like oh, do it for you know fifty percent or twenty five percent of what you used to make. It was like do it. With, with, 10% off. Yeah. They took away your gummy bears in the green room. <laughs> Get your own Uber. <laughs> Sprite, let me, let, let me ask you this. Is any part of you nervous about getting back out there? Oh, no, no, no. I'm excited. I'm like, I'm super excited to get back out there. Are you vaccinated? I got one. One shot of the Pfizer. Nice. Did anybody ask about that when they were trying to book you? No, not a single one. Uh, <laughs> interesting. Sounds like Nice. <laughs> Perfect. I think people are just so anxious to get back to it. Like it's, it almost really does feel. It feels to me right now almost like it was back, you know, like any random month in 2019. Just like offer comes in from the agency. Do you want it? Does it look good? Is it great? Yeah. Like, yeah. Cool. Let's go. I mean, it feels almost like then. It's weird because I haven't felt that in a while. True. There you go, man. Well, happy to hear it's going out well for you. And um, be careful with those bunk beds. <laughs> <laughs> Let us know when you uh, DJ in San Diego. We're going to come out. Yeah. Okay. That's what uh, they, they, uh, they hit me up as well. Yeah. San Diego is open. <laughs> open. Nice. All right, brother. All right, man. All right, peace. Well, for any of you DJs feeling depressed about getting your rate, there's. You're going to get it. If you play your cards right. If you play your cards right, you got to play the game. What what as a new DJ, what's my rate? How do I walk you, in? There? You got to pay dues. Oh, bro. Free yeah, 99. Man, bro, you take any gig they want to give you. Yeah. No, what's man, y'all supposed to set me up? What the fuck is this? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Am I getting 10 20% of this? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's fine. Here we go. Here we go. Joe's like, I ain't doing shit for free. Joe's like, I ain't doing shit for free, baby. I ain't doing nothing for free. You can't even come from our wedding for free. Shit. It's a text right off, right, Andy? Like, hey, Sean, get away from the turntable. Sean, come here. Come on, come dance with us. <laughs> Who is DJing your wedding? Uh, it's either Paris or Cleveland. Oh, you got, that's right. You got those. You got yeah. those. Nice. That's right. Yeah, shout out to them. Cleveland, yeah. uh, Cleveland will DJ in Paris will MC. That's what it will be. Are you guys, uh, <laughs> you guys get the call, the calls yet? The calls for gigs. Yes, yes, they're happening. I have. And speaking of that, rate hasn't changed for me. No, rate hasn't changed. Uh, shit, a couple of gigs they offered more, just because they were like, "Yo, 
We be trying to get things going. We got that BBB. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. They were like, yo, we got, we we got, got things going. Us, and I, think, <laughs> I, I think some of those, and I think in my in my personal experience, I think because of, of that, they were nervous that a lot of DJs weren't going to take gigs out the jump for numerous reasons, whether it be the rate, whether it be the you got the COVID scaries, whatever. You know sure. what I mean? So um, for me, it was, this is what the situation is, being like, yo, you're... You're going to be away from people. Like, no one's yeah. going to be near you. If the only people that would be near you are people who came with you. Um, and then this is what this is what we're looking for as far as the rate and budget goes. So Dope. I've done a couple here in L.A. Um, day parties, real, you know, just cool, relaxed, vibing. And, I, and I, was, I was talking to a friend of ours. And I was telling him, I was like, yo, this could probably be one of the best scenarios right now because... Not only am I continuing to still get my rate and I'm and I'm able to work now, is that now I'm not I'm not required to f- make people dance. I'm not obligated. If it happens, it happens. As opposed sure. to like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like when you get booked, like, yo, we need this shit jumping. Set the vibe. Yeah, all I gotta do is set up. All I gotta do is create a vibe. Yeah. We're good and we Gucci. You know what I mean? And I'm like, this, I think right now is that is the best scenario for DJs. Like being like, okay, for anyone who is who feels like they've been out of date with music. They're just a little nervous about getting back out there because of whatever reason. Yeah. I think this was one of the, this this could be one of the best scenarios, you know, in the next month or two. Because like Sprite said, I think once Memorial Day, summertime comes, everything's going to be open. And then it's just yeah. going to be like, all right, dancing is going to be allowed. It's, right. you know, we, we getting back to 2019 type we, shit. We so, going to be outside. Yeah, I've, I've gotten offers, even um, private gigs. Oh, obviously, I, the private gigs have been coming here and there. But um, yeah, private gigs are starting to come up as well. And we'll see, man. I'm, I'm looking to get back out there. I'm trying to go back to San Diego, man. San Diego mm-hmm. look active, but I don't know. <laughs> I got to see what their cases is like first. <laughs> check, check I know, the I know, I, I know your ass got hit up first. Oh, but no, you didn't say San Diego, huh? Uh, No, but that, you know, it's in... It's kind of in in the, in the talks. It's it's like kind of like you know it's there. it's a no brainer. Yeah, yeah, it's part of their their infrastructure. I've seen what's going on already. Obviously, yeah. like look, they got a they got. There's a lot of guys that need to make up for some uh, lost time mm-hmm. uh, in in the crews and in mm-hmm. the in the groups of people and the relationship. Take care of their own first, of course, and then you know that's the the uh, the large benefit of working together. You yeah, know, on, yeah, on those side of things. Um, and then, yeah, and then, you know, just like randomly getting calls about going out of town and nice. uh, some stuff a little more local. And from what I'm hearing, rate wise, like it's the same. It ain't like, changed for you either. My, my, my rate looks better. They didn't last like, me before. And I'm like, <laughs> shit, what the fuck did I do during quarantine? <laughs> right. So, but you know, a lot of that has to just do with also like, Honestly, just primarily like the the vouching, you know what I mean? People know and just keeping that relationship with yeah, those people. Yeah. yeah, and almost like you know, not putting myself out there too much. It's working on other things. My brand's continuing to grow. So, yeah, you know, just gonna maximize on that and see see if I decide to take anything. Because yeah. at the same time, I'm not in a rush to go mm-hmm. yeah, do yeah, anything. So. Yeah. No, what about you, Joe? You get any offers yet? Nothing. No. I'm my my venues. I'm banking on the fall. Uh, so with my yeah, contacts yeah, and your shit new is, venues your, your opening, shit is 300 plus people in it. Yeah, well, you know, I was thinking about this and, and not to not to like make excuses for myself or the lack of calls, but the venues I was doing before COVID hit were uh, more like A-list venues. 
So the way I see it is when they open their first, like every venue, I think they're going to go after their own. Yeah. They're going to get their own paid. The local cats. And then after that, they're going to start bringing in big dogs. Like they would go after someone bigger than me to really open it up. I think before they get to me and they'll eventually work their way to me. That's my logic. Maybe I'm wrong and I get an earlier date than expected, but yeah, like, you know, my venues, they're, they're not opening up until the end of the year, more mm. or less. See, so. I had an interesting, and I don't know these, again, maybe they qualify as a, as an A-list in their area, but they're not, I would, I don't know, you know, whatever. But for the sake of like putting a comparison, like, they the way I even got offered a gig was they were looking for one of the t- quote unquote top dogs, mm-hmm. um, or that vibe, you know. Mm-hmm. But they didn't want to pay that rate. Yeah, and and then through a vouch, they're like, "Well, Mickey's like can play that for sure, if not mm-hmm. better, and won't run you his rate for sure." Yeah, but because that dude's rate is so high. Pre-COVID, yeah, like I could come in with whatever rate that's under there, yeah, and still provide a, a good experience. Yeah, so. I think that's gonna be the beauty for guys like us is they're gonna say, "Yo, he can do a better job. He he knows that actually read card. He's not just gonna go and play uh, whatever's programmed on in his CDJs." But if we're um, talking about the same <coughs> venue, I think uh, one of the venues you had mentioned was ran by. Um, like an agency, it's like a, a large big label, yeah. label, right? They and and they used you, to, huh? and they used to pay lower rates to their big name, the like the biggest names in the world, to come and because that's the type of venue they were. Uh, it wasn't like uh, book a guy like Mickey and you and you know maybe Sean one day. Um, it wasn't like that type of venue. They always had to have a big <laughs> name because a big label situation ran the bookings. So they don't know what to do. So they you know figure out well. You know, Mickey's guy vouching for him, say, yo, he'll do a better job than who you had in mind. Yeah. Totally see that for a lot of venues. Yeah. And that's that's the realization some of these bigger venues are gonna have to have. It's like, well, do we bring in try to pay the ten thousand dollar guy to come in and play a bunch of EDM bullshit? Or do we play pay someone that I can actually read a crown and get a vibe going? Yeah. Yeah. And we're not trying to pay an artist what? either. Yeah, so. and you don't need an artist to play for you know, thirty percent of Yeah. You you gotta serve food, yeah, to, right, to right. be open. So like, do you really want some guy like fucking having Lil Nas X jump through the roof, like you know, <laughs> in full energy, lights going crazy, while you're trying to cut up your steak? Like, probably not. Like, you know, yeah. like come on, man, <laughs> come on, bro. <laughs> You know all that debris, man. Yeah. Come on, you know Fox that smoke is taking over and glitter shit. everywhere. Some of us going to throwing a baked yeah. potato across the way. You know what I mean? But that's what I'm saying. How are you supposed to? And 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 I've, I've run into this situation. It's just like you, if you have all those theatrics, like how do you? But you're not supposed to get people to dance. I'm like, I'm like, yo, you yeah. you want a specific vibe, but at the same time, you can't have people dance. This is the best situation because. Everybody who walks in that door and who wants to walk in that door knows what to expect. Yeah, we're 100%. not going to be able to dance. We're not going to mm-hmm. really be too close. So, if anything, I'm coming to just lounge to some real hype shit or some yeah. real poppy shit. But that alcohol gets in your system, and then right. And but then- but still, I would think in the back of your head, you everyone's aware of what's going on. So it's like, and it's not like someone like Mickey's going to do a terrible job and mm-hmm. fuck up their high or they're they're drunk or whatever. So you know. 
I think expectations are really low. Low. Yeah. Yeah. Outside, yeah. Like, you, everybody from managers to damn, they just want to be outside. They, yeah, they the expectations. What is that hot in here? Really oh yeah, fuck it. What <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Run yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's the crazy thing, yo. Speaking about speaking speaking on um like you know the type of music that I've been playing, I've been getting a lot of requests for older shit. Yeah. Yeah. I've been getting requests for like older, you that. know, R and B type shit and whatever, and I'm just like, okay, you know what I mean? Like if this is gonna be, if this is gonna be the vibe for the, I'm gonna consider this the first quarter because this is when we gonna, or even though like you know the first quarter is pretty much over, but this is the first quarter because we're open. If this is what the vibe is gonna be for the first quarter, then shit, like I'm, I'm with it. Like I feel like it's gonna obviously it's gonna change yeah. once I we're mean, open, open. But I'm like I'm with this. It was D- dope. DJ's expectations are low. Mix in something that you, they they may or may not know. Capitalize right now. Try something different. You know that way. If 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 every DJ in a perfect world, I guess, if every DJ gave them something they're not familiar with, something they don't know, but still funky, then you don't have to stick to playing the usual sus, or you don't feel like you have to stick to playing 100%. the usual suspects, and you get to experiment, and then you become known as that guy that actually plays cool shit and not just the Billboard's top one hundred. But yeah, true. Yeah, so speaking of Billboard's Top 100... Oh, actually, no, we're not going to do that yet. (laughs) All right, so everyone's up to speed with what's going on with Scram Jones and Ted Smooth, right? Shout out to New York. We are. I don't know if our listeners are. Yeah, so so can someone break this down? Um, I guess I brought it up, right? So um, Scram Jones, uh, producer, uh, DJ, DJ, Sirius XM, very creative... Uh, let's call him a blend artist. Mm-hmm. Um, he he's just you know really creative dude. And there was this video uh, circling around the internet that he posted about a certain situation with a certain somebody, uh, and that would be Mr. Ted Smooth. Yep. Um, Ted Smooth first music. And for uh, you know for to not take up everybody's time too much, I'll do my best of it describing what happened. But it sounded like Ted Smooth uh, during this pandemic has started a blend battle where guys are battling their best blends mm-hmm. uh, up against each other. And um, I guess Ted had asked um, Scram to be a part of some a part of one. And then he would uh, Scram was going through some of the stuff that he kind of had in his pocket, you know, and, you know, I think like we all show each other, you know, yeah. maybe a beat you produced or an idea you have. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> from my understanding is, Ted had also um, filmed or recorded their conversation. conversation or FaceTime or whatever it was. And then Scram did a blend. Um, if you could remind me what it was, but I believe I, it was Mr. Telephone, Mr. Telephone, Mr. Telephone Man. And I and can't remember what the beat was, though. So Scram Jones did this blend yeah. uh, on video and Ted Smooth had recorded it. And it was Mr. Telephone Man over last night changed it all. I really had a ball. Correct. Esther Williams, right? Yeah. And so um, Scram calls him out. Uh, and it sounds like that he's not that kind of a guy. Oh, right? well, so, explain why Scram called him out. You didn't well, explain that part. So, yeah. So then uh, I guess Scram was unavailable for the blend battle that they had lined up. Mm-hmm. And Ted, uh, in some fashion, was forced to do the blend battle by some sort of last minute situation. And he claimed on his rebuttal that he had Mr. Telephone Man fresh on his mind. And 
ended up doing the exact blend that Scram explains he came up with yeah. in a battle. And Scram, which I agree with him and I think we all agree with him, yeah. is, you know, we hear inspiration all the time. Yeah. yeah. Right. And if you're performing at a club and nobody really gives a damn and nothing's being recorded and you're not putting out a mix, like you might like do a, a cool little transition that's inspired or yeah. exactly the same, mm-hmm. you know, because nobody cares or you use the same edit, same remix, right? Mm-hmm. That, yeah. that happens in the DJ game all the time. 100%. I think once you claim it though, <clears throat> changes the rules. Mm-hmm. And it sounded like Ted Smooth went and did it in this battle that was recorded and publicly viewed and kind of put it like it was his own. And so Scram felt the need to call him out. And um, from my understanding, Ted's been involved with a similar situation for the most popular remix he's ever done. Yeah. By Mel DeBarge. And Mel DeBarge originally put that one together. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Mel DeBarge. He's a cool dude. So Mel, so I guess Mel, do you know more about that? Uh, not, saw, not, saw, not, not as much as I know about this one, but it's a, it's a similar thing. Now yeah. the thing with the thing, and it's similar because Scram told showed him this. It wasn't like a a, a blend that he did out in public and Ted saw, like you you mentioned earlier. Like yeah. we do these times where you know we're out and about. Scram showed him like, yo, this is something I got in my bag. I've never released it. No one yeah. has ever heard this. You're the only person that heard this. And Ted went and and used it and put it out in public and and made it seem like it was his own, right? You know what I'm saying? And then um, and I think it was the it was the same incident with um, Mel. Yeah, yeah I think it was like that, a you know, Beyonce joint single ladies or yeah, something. One of saying, those. basically being like you know just he he was showed this this blend behind closed doors and right. then brought it out to the masses. Yep, as if it was his own, and then obviously went nuclear for him yeah i mean look there's dj etiquette like and i think we've been around it for a long time i think we're we're all kind of a part of that let's call it like uh mashup class or era right like yeah. our era is really heavy on the mashup or the blend and it's kind of coming back um and i think it's one of those things where the ogs have you know they can shine some and i think this is one of those cases where it's a different day and people recording everything, people are claiming things. And, you know, when Scram, I'm not going to lie, when, when I first saw the Scram video, I was kind of like, man, bro, like, you know, everybody, I thought not knowing what the blend was, because here's my thought on like wordplay today, 2021, right? And I was heavy on wordplay back in the day, like loved mm-hmm. it. That was a big, one of my passions, right? But it was always about finding that wordplay that didn't necessarily like you couldn't just like it was search a word yeah. and then it would pop up right mm-hmm. like because that's what a lot of ninety I'm gonna say ninety percent of people that do wordplay they'll just search one singular word and then connect it through those words mm-hmm. yeah. and it's really simple and and I I was ready to be like man like how are you gonna claim a blend right mm-hmm. and then when he explained the creativity the behind way, it the yeah flow, like the, the telephone the, being the in the effect, beat yeah i was like you know what fucking creative yeah that's <laughs> fucking creative and then and then when he explains the situation and let's be honest where, where they kind of left off was scram saw the rebuttals it took two try or two apparently two, he put two videos, videos out yeah and, was talking. and Ted was a little shaky. 
on his rebuttals. And and he mentioned that in the recording he heard KRS One uh Super Ho. Yep. Mm-hmm. That samples that song. And so Scram left it at. All right, cool. That's what you heard. Go ahead and put out the video. Give us the receipts. Yeah. yeah. You recorded our conversation. Put the audio out. And since then, no receipts. No art. Quiet. And crickets. If you listen to the both of the songs, like how do you? I mean, yeah, you. Could, yeah, okay. We could say that you would know. I mean, you could possibly hear the similarities, right, from the sample. Mm-hmm. But how are you going to act on video and say you did not know that that's where the sample came from when you're like an OG OG? Yeah. That's where it gets a little shaky for me. But that's just the drama. Now, it's, so I don't know. Let's address the drama and then yeah, we'll what it I, uh, I mean, I get that. And I, I just I just think, again, you know, we, we've had this conversation numerous times, especially with New York cats and not just being like, yo, I get that. This industry is a competitive industry, 100%. Music in general is a competitive industry, but there's plenty of room for all of us to get our flowers. There's plenty of room for all of us to get our shine and support one another. And it's just another situation where one person heard some shit that they thought was dope and maybe introduced it to... A, on a platform or a larger platform, maybe than with that other the 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 DJ that they heard uh, do it. Why not just being like, "Yo, I didn't make this shit. Such and such made this shit, or you know, thought of it, or created it, or X, Y, and Z." Like, there's a there there's that that's an opportunity for both of them to excel in that situation. Does it change anything if Ted says before I play this, I want y'all to know that this is inspired by Scram Jones? I think I think he can play. I don't I don't think that's necessary depending on the on the on the uh, the situation, right? But once he starts getting approached, once he starts seeing that he's getting traction from it, then that's the time to be like, yo, such and such Scram Jones is the one that actually came up with this, you know, blah 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 you know, whatever, this, that, and the third, that's the time to give whoever the DJ is that you got inspired by, give them their flowers. Look, it took Ted Smooth 20, 30 minutes to break down <laughs> Yo, what happened. And, and like, was long. when you have that much to say, something's off and you're just not coming clean. You don't want to admit. I don't know, dude. I don't, you know, like all I know is what I heard in those 20, 30 minutes. But the outside looking in, looks and sounds fishy, so... You know, sorry if you're a big test move fan and you're a writer. I, I, I got a couple of test move joints in my in my um. I'm just saying, Serato. put your put yourself in Scram Jones' shoes and let me know how you react. Especially if you're a DJ, especially if you're a passionate DJ, which I don't know a New York DJ that's not passionate, right? And they're cool. Like if we ain't know one another or we just met each yeah, other right. like in passing, that's that's. I, I guess I would be more understanding in that situation than someone like one of us being like, like if I played y'all some shit or vice versa, and then you took it to Boston and been like, yo, listen to this shit. And they be like, yo, Danger Zone play some shit. And I'm like, my nigga. Bro, right. it's etiquette. Like, yeah, at the end 100. of the day, look, if, if, let's say Joe sends me some tracks, mm-hmm. right? Once and a week. He does well, every week. He does week. every week. Yeah. <laughs> and let's just say Joe sent, me some, Joe sent me some shit, like an instrumental, right? And then... I end up getting somebody on it, right? And it gets picked up. <laughs> mm-hmm. you, you running with it. And I put it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Produced I'm like, by Mickey I'm, like, I'm like, hey. 
You know what I mean? Like, hey, listen, you were just handing it to the group. I was trying to put I connected it off, the dots, right? Because I knew this person at the label or whatever, like whatever the case may be. Yeah, bro, Etiquette. I wouldn't, I wouldn't feel comfortable. No, of course not. Even letting the dude because in the you're board, a decent though, human I mean, This dude. is a much smaller scale. This example is a much smaller scale than than what those two are going through because that's their livelihood. It's the character. Yeah. It's character right, 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 right. But I'm saying you you still wouldn't do it even though it's on a, a smaller scale because I don't even know if I would like trip, trip if you did that unless you were getting paid from Spotify. But hey. <laughs> but that's, and that's what I'm saying. You, yeah, yeah, he, he's getting that recognition and you being like, what, what, I'm at least make sure the business is good. That's right? my yeah. motherfucking beat. That's my um, track. I'm at least yeah. pay for my, my wedding plan. Uh, I would have hoped, maybe maybe Scram mentioned this. I don't, did he say he had a conversation with before putting out that video, the first video of... of- well, Ted, Ted said they had, they had a conversation before the before he put out before he put out Complaint the video, video. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah so if i'm scram i'm saying look man it's you know we're, we're we've known each other for so long but look if you don't let people know where you got that if it's just an idea maybe well whatever if if you don't let people know where that came from and mention me then we have an issue and i'm gonna blast you like with all due respect because i've been in the shoes and not to shoot ted any bail because he still needs to come clean if he knows he's wrong if he if he's wrong but I've been in that situation where I hear something I don't realize I just heard it and then I go and create a beat or something and I go oh this was sound dope and it's like the exact same sound and the exact same pattern and rhythm or whatever and maybe even key and I'm thinking oh my god where'd that come from that's fire like yeah you know it's just one of those once in a while type like you're in the zone and then I realize oh shit that's already been done like yeah. you know what I mean like it happens when we used to put scratch routines together mm-hmm. with you know or ideas of what Mickey said wordplay like oh I just came up with something and then you listen to a, a K West routine like oh shit he did this two weeks ago like maybe this is where I originally heard it without even knowing but yeah I would have hoped Scram would have shot him a, a heads up like, I'm about to blast you Become let, let people know Right. Save the twenty minute conversation. Yeah, so I mean, I, I hope I hope Ted uh, he he, uh, he clears it up, man. You know, because this is stupid, especially for two OGs in the in the industry to be beefing over some shit like this. Like, this is dumb. Yeah. I don't know. Scram, Scram seems like a stand up guy. I, I stand with Scram. Stand with. Scram. I, I I agree. I agree with. I stand with with Scram on this one as well. Only because, like Joe was saying, like Ted's videos just look real sus. Bro, he looks shaky. Too much the whole talking. Time. Yeah, it's just like you started adding other people. Two fucking videos, my nigga. You started adding other people. Like, no, I don't want to know what. <laughs> Whether in New York is too cold to be sweating. Well, my nigga said, what "I'm gonna try to on. make this story as, as short as possible, but I gotta tell." Oh, nah, nigga, this is gonna be too long. And I saw this. <laughs> and when you wrote, "Oh, there's a part two, I said, "Oh shit!" I actually sat and watched both, and I'm like, "Yo, I watched I'm both so them too." Because I'm going on because you're giving me shit that makes no sense. And he was talking about somebody else. Yeah, someone else used dancing around. Someone else used the he, the acapella, so that acapella was on the front of my mind. He said a lot without saying like, nothing. Yeah, I was exactly. like, what? When it came to the topic, you know no, what I mean, bro? Like we needed the meat and potatoes, and you when you went off to say that you thought the instrumental or the beat came from this record that samples that record. Like, come on, bro! You got the evidence on your phone, fam. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you got remember? deleted. My bad. Anyway, speaking anyway. of evidence. Man, how we feeling about the Quavo Sweetie situation? Well, qu- give me questions. What questions came to mind when you first saw? Come on, Mickey had a good question. First of all, I explain the situation. What happened? Okay, for the listeners and viewers right. that don't know. So Quavo and Sweetie about to get in the elevator, all caught on the elevator footage. Um, 
and Sweetie takes a swing at him. He ducks. Clearly, he's been working with the same boxing trainer as you. He ducks out of the way, and and they kind of drag each other into the elevator, but not really drag. He's a little tug Quavo's, of war. Yeah, a little tug of war over a, um, a case that says Call of Duty, and it looked like Quavo was trying to get that case away from her, and then she once he like rips her hand off of it, he she just like just chills out, and then you know then they're like going down whatever wherever they're going. Um, so what what came to mind when you first saw this video? I'm gonna just say a slightly different interpretation. I don't think she was trying to get the case mm-hmm. uh, to like take the case. It looked like she was just trying to get away. Mm-hmm. Okay, because it looked like they were they were in an argument, and then I think Quavo grabbed the case. Only to throw it in the oh, elevator. Gotcha. To keep the elevator with their stuff. Gotcha. Um, but again, either interpretation could work. Mm-hmm. Uh, my initial um, thoughts was, damn. <laughs> like, <laughs> Another one. You know. I got nervous um, when Sean said, yo, did you see that video? I was like, oh, God, please, God. Don't, please, <laughs> no one getting slapped. No one getting yeah. I mean, no woman getting slapped. Just and if she's swinging on him, cool. That's yeah. Fun. That's cool. I mean, cool. Whatever. I don't care. Like it ain't me. It ain't me. I don't. I don't care. Like, cool. I, I'd rather be that than the opposite. Yeah. Well, look, and for the sake of some backstory, right? Like, Sweetie went on uh, respectfully. Justin shot to Justin LaBoy, mm-hmm. um, who who's really taken off from his demon time on IG, mm-hmm. um, and now has his own show on Revolt. Uh, and had Sweetie on. She said some stuff that sounded a little like tricky. And then, of course, right after that aired, came a, a breakup announcement, right? And um, and uh, you know, I, I guess you felt like something else could have been happening. And then that video surfaced from their their home in apparently North Hollywood, y'all, na- you know, neighbors, yeah, uh, to here in Burbank. But um, what the fuck, you doing in North Hollywood? <laughs> I'm pretty sure they meant the, the north side, side of, of Hollywood. Hollywood. Yeah, you know I, mean? I agree like, when you said that. I was like, yeah, I, I that makes a little bit more, more accurate. Sense. Well, for those that don't know, North people that live in North Hollywood in the entertainment business are creators and artists, but they don't want to pay the Hollywood rates for rent. No, so they, they haven't made it. Let's they, be, let's be. Not. No, no, I mean, no, some, some are smart. I live some in North Hollywood. Smart. And and they they rent North Hollywood because it's like a five minute drive to Hollywood. So it's still like, you know, there's there's still some pretty nice parts, um, clean parts. But yeah. Look, ain't no A-list celebrity living in North North Hollywood. To look like. Maybe, yeah. maybe. Oh, yeah. But they'll this, call that this, North JB Hollywood. used to live there. Yeah, there's a little, there's a little, you know, a little area in Toluca Lake. Adam in the back Levine skirts. used to yep. live there. Yeah, 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 definitely. You know, because they were being responsible with their funds. Um, right. I mean, it, it was it it, it it was it was bad because of the times we're in right now. Like yeah. it, it, it was a bad look. I don't. From what I've seen. I only watched the video once. Oh, I, online, I watched it like two or three times because I wanted to see what was on that, what was that box so that they were holding on that thing. Um, and it seemed like, okay, yeah, it looked like Quavo kind of pushed her to the ground. But again, it was just like him, it came, it looked like it came from a place of him trying to stop her from swinging on him. Yeah. Not self defense. Yeah. Like it wasn't like, yo, I'm trying to cold clock this girl out. Like again, we've yeah. seen we seen worse shit with Kareem Hunt, him kicking an old girl on the ground, with Ray Rice. Ray Rice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so I mean again, if we're comparing 
this situation to those, like, this is light. This yeah. is way light. And, he you know, didn't put his hands on, like, he didn't swing on her. Yeah, he didn't her, swing on her. So he didn't do it. Like, I don't again, know if there's anything there, dude. The yeah. only thing that I can say that's there is that he he did, it did look like he pushed her. Like, he, and again, it was like a push, like, yo, just like chill, like, yeah. you know, pushed her down. Yeah. And it I wasn't saw. wasn't a malicious. Yeah, push. I saw, I saw some comments, you know, obviously I'm there for the comments. I'm reading the comments. And someone was like, someone was like, people were like, yeah. He put his whole entire body weight on that girl. Like, he should be ashamed of him. I said, first of all, Quavo was 145 pounds soaking wet. <laughs> so I was like, he Not ain't that big. Yeah, he ain't that big. <laughs> and you know what I'm saying? To be like, oh my God. But yeah, it. I, I don't know, man. It's just. She stacked a little better. Yeah. Than it's just want, an unfortunate situation. Yeah, it is. No, I mean, look. Uh, uh, full what, transparency. Yeah, we don't condone women, women beaters. No. And violence against women at all. None at all. At all. No, never. You know what I'm saying? So, I've been there before. Uh, We've all been there before. We've had the transparency. We have to protect ourselves from a woman. Except for Joe. Joe's perfect. No, I got punched in the face. Oh. Yeah. That's okay. What was your reaction? What's your initial reaction? I laughed. Oh, she hit you hard. No, she hit me. No, she hit that. Yeah, no, hey, come on, man. Come on, I, I know, I know. She put <laughs> some weight behind that. I know who hit you. Listen, man. She put the hips in the rotation. Yeah, yeah. The second she one, she's like, oh, nigga, it's funny. Hey, let me tell you something. I wouldn't want to catch a punch from her. Hell no, nigga. Of all your exes. If she punched me, she's the one squared up. Fuck that. Nah. I'm like, hey, what's up, bro? I'm here. No, 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 no. We just trying to uh, paint a picture. We just trying to paint a picture that oh, is situation. Hollywood. Yeah. There's ways to handle it. Again, and, you know, yeah. train trash. She she's an athlete. Like yeah, you know what I mean. Like, I'm not. Listen, not cool heads prevail. Yeah. Cooler heads. But prevail. again, that's you were what? At what? How old were you? I was young, point? but yeah. that's the thing. I mean, you just. That, I don't know. It, I, I don't know the ins and out. We don't know the ins and out of the situation. I'm waiting to hear all the facts. Same Did you with deserve the, it? Me? Yeah. Sean, nah, Sean deserved nah, everything, everything that came to him when he was Maturity, Sean. Yeah, We're yeah. just looking for some maturity. Speaking so of kicking him while he's down, he had to get back in the car with a pissed off me <laughs> oh, because I had no idea. That was the same night as the night. Nah, as I, I wish it was. I wish it was. But nah, was the the you got yeah, pushed twice? Yeah, yeah. We were arguing that night. We was arguing you that said night. she punched oh, you that night. Yeah, nah, nah, nah. Yeah, but that wasn't oh, the same. Sorry. That wasn't, that the, wasn't same. the same punch. No, no. <laughs> so wait, Sean is going to. Or two, or two. Or two, or two. Yeah, exactly. 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 Depending on how you look at it. It could be a W, guys. Uh, uh, I mean, She's batting a thousand. I'm go to jail. I didn't get so let's just make that clear. You're yeah. right. You made the right. Now decision. let me ask you this: Did you not? Did you not? Did you not react to her because you like, yo, I can't put my hands on a woman? Or was there a thought in your head like, if I try to fight her, there's a possibility of her beating my ass, and I don't want, I don't want these niggas to know that this that she beat my I ass. I mean, t- she she might be able to take me in some form, maybe. But I mean, realistically, no, obviously. But how about nah, now? I, w- I just, I just, you know, I, I like, train now. now. Man. Yeah, now it's <laughs> not. Yeah, I would have just dipped it. Like, <laughs> she in, got like, that mom weight on her now, so she's not as quick, right? Yeah, exactly. You would have slipped the roll. Slow ass. Yeah. She's doing it. Uh, you would have slipped the roll. Right? I hope she doesn't listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so you know sorry. she does. I just want you to know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming from her. <laughs> 
Comedy style. We're going to tag her in this shit. That's the end of the podcast. You know, let's get her on a phone call. That would be hilarious. Let's call her up. We should bring her in just for that conversation. No, let's just leave it. Tell us about the time. Tell about all the times you sock this thing. Oh, man. All right, but to circle it back. Look, you don't want anybody to go through that situation. You yeah, never want to be no. in a situation. Well, where we we still want to know what the what's in the Call of Duty. I want to know Box. what's in there. What do you think was in there? Two M's. Yeah, you think? I think money or his chains or his jewelry. Yeah, Call of Duty box would be a great jewelry box. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's probably a Pelican case. So you know what I mean. I think there was a gun in there. It's either Culture 3 or 2 and Culture 3. You're going to hurt an artist. Yeah, yeah. Take that uh, nigga's hard drive. Look, Ryan, Ryan Leslie still hasn't hazard. recovered <laughs> <laughs> from his laptop. Look. Ryan Leslie out here texting people <laughs> <Yeah>. back. <laughs> oh, man. He's doing fine. We're going to get her on the phone one of these days no, to not. talk about you. We are That's going to be great. Oh, no, no, sweetie. Exactly. He'd be like, please get sweetie on the line. Single. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> Sean, Sean said enough. He slipped the roll that one. Luckily, luckily his, his, his current fiance doesn't uh, listen to his podcast. One, two, so. three, she four, six. Uh, she doesn't. Uh, y'all done fucked up. <laughs> Ever since uh, Did Jordan she say Woods, anything about yeah. the last yeah. podcast? Oh, yeah. It was a conversation. But. <laughs> <laughs> we good. Who's your crush of the week this week, Sean? <laughs> So what kind of bullshit? I'll say, sweetie, if she needs saving, goddamn. <laughs> Quavo, you want the smoke? What's happening, huh? Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. No, no. no, man, help us go viral. We're Sean, Sean. <laughs> oh, Andre, man. Andre, at Wave God. I'm in a rap battle. Oh, man. Yeah, rap that battle, they put out ball. That's a slap. Fight. It is, it is. Just... I'm ready for Migos music. We, we've been talking about no, that. Yeah, Migos is, took a long enough break, so. <laughs> you see the comments? On um, some of those posts were like the Migos reunited like the Shield. <laughs> oh shit! Nah. Oh man. Oh man. Bro. Poor Quavo. We, it's it's yeah. a heartbreak for the Migos to drop the next album. Damn, it's gonna be great. Quavo. I, I I hate to see that because they their relationship seemed like it was solid. Mm. And everything looks good outside looking at. I mean, no, 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 no. You can tell. I think there's there's certain relationships, especially out there. You can tell a little toxic. Like when Wiz and Amber got, I'm like, that shit ain't gonna last. When, when even when Cardi B and, and Offset, I was like, ah, you, you can you can kind of tell. Yeah, if they didn't get married, it'd be different. They wouldn't be together. All jokes aside, how does Takeoff be the one that doesn't take off? <laughs> You ain't shit. <laughs> Yo, he got his own problems. So. No, I'm not aware. <laughs> Do it sound like I wasn't on the bed booty? You know what people don't understand about that is as long as Migos is on the credit, he's getting paid, whether mm-hmm. he spits one word or not. Yep. yep. Like that's why he was saying that uh-huh. when they had the Joe Budden situation. You see this chain around my neck? <laughs> I didn't say shit and I still got paid racks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the type of life I'm trying to What you to doing? You out here busting your ass. Yeah, look at you. Make minimum wage. Takeoff is gold. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Listen, shout out to Takeoff, man. Yeah, yeah. All right, um, so we're about to wrap this up. Um, Mickey D's radio got it right. Mm-hmm. Um, CJ recap real quick. Oh yeah, yeah. You know we had uh, we had an interview with CJ for Mickey D's radio Whoop-dee. on Globalization Series XM, who is in LA. Um, so he's feeling our um, our weather right now. Um, but yeah, we talked about Whoopty, the Latin takeover. You know, um, 
I pointed out that I never heard Ozuna rap like that, and he won up me with, this is the first time both Ozuna and El Alpha got on a drill beat. Yo, speaking of that, when he said that, this was his first time being on a drill beat. Uh, CJ. Oh, right. Whoopty was his first time being on Drill Beat. And, and that producer, I caught a little bit of his little interview. Um, he said, like, he watched a couple YouTube tor- tutorials and that was like his first or second Drill mm-hmm. Beat. And it mm-hmm. just went, it just yeah. took off. And, and he said, was he English or he's from yeah, another he's, country? Yeah, he's from English. the UK. Yeah. All right, yeah, well, he's got that UK Where, blood. Yeah, so, that. you know, it just, it's Where it originated. But, um, but yeah, and, and then he said, he also mentioned that El Alpha. A lot of people were saying this is what Alpha used to sound like. No, Anuel. Anuel, Anuel, I'm sorry. Not El Alpha. I like El Alpha, though. Start over. I like El Alpha. I like when he gets on the track. (laughs) That's what he sounds like to me, right? That's that's him? No, he's right. He's right. He did it again. (laughs) (laughs) Go listen to El Alpha and listen to me. Tell me I'm lying. So on the Whoopi remix, hold on. You gotta do it side by side. <laughs> you gotta like, cut it out, cut it out, So on the Whoopi remix, they got Ozuna and Anuel. Yes, Anuel. Ah, ah, ah. And what what he, he was saying? Ah, 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 ah. And what he and what uh, CJ was saying is that this is what Anuel used to sound like. He used to rap like this, sound like this, and then. Mm. And then whatever, whatever reason, well, we know the reason, yeah. want to make money, you know, start doing uh, what he was doing. But um, yeah, your guys' take on the interview? It was dope. I, I, it was dope to see that, because um, he, he also mentioned how this was one of, uh, when you asked him, this is one of Riley's first tracks that he jumped on when he got released in December. Yeah. So that I, I thought that was dope. I thought it was dope Big because- cosign. Yeah, I thought it was dope because we asked him about the whole- you know, um, getting love and support from other New York artists and, and shit like that. And he was like, nah, it's definitely hard out there because, you know, it's competitive and whatnot. But being able to get, obviously French Montana is going to jump on. He's signed to French Montana. Um, but being able to get someone from like Rowdy, who's from a different borough, to jump on some shit and kind of like, you know, like, yo, New York niggas can stick together or whatever. And they called it the New York remix, right? Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, because they made a Latin remix, obviously. Um so yeah, I thought it was dope, man. He seemed like a really chill kid. I thought he, there was a part of me that thought he might be a little like active because he's young, but he was chill. He was cool. He looks you younger I mean? than his age. Because I was looking at his pictures, I'm like, damn, this dude looks like he's fresh out of high school. Oh, yeah. He looks really, 26, 24. 24, oh, 24, you're right, you're right, yeah. 24. Now, shout out to him, man. I think, uh, you know, uh, I, personally, I think it was probably our best interview uh, definitely in regards to flow, and um, yeah. w- so it was, it was cool to have that conversation with him. And honestly, like, kind of like humanizing him, like where yeah. you know, for the most part, guys that are having this kind of like quick success, um, like you said, there's a lot of energy, or like there's this like fake facade maybe of like pushing exactly the records. But it felt like we had a genuine conversation with mm-hmm. him. And he gave us some real answers and we were making, we were able to make him smile. You know, he didn't take mm-hmm. it like yeah. fully, like at first, like there's some moments where it felt very serious and yeah. then, you know, just trying to push on, you know, him being in LA and, and that conversation <clears throat> and then giving us some of the real answers in regards to New York. That was great. Well, the yeah. last thing a lot of these guys want to do, and especially with people they don't know, is do another mm-hmm. interview. 
Right. Like it takes time out of the day. They'd rather be chilling. They'd rather be doing whatever. Yeah. So, so for, with all that being said, I think he, he did a good job of presenting himself and, and at least appearing interested in, in the interview and giving us information um, that, you know, can, you know, something that we can enjoy. Um, but yeah, I don't know when that's going to air yeah, yet. We don't know. Uh, I'm sure I'm still waiting for them to send the instrumentals. <laughs> um, to to put under the convo, it's not but on DJ City, what? Was it on DJ City? No, nah. no, no. Um, but yeah, we'll let you guys know. It'll be on um, Sirius XM. Mm-hmm. They'll they'll air it randomly, and we'll let you guys know. Just make the beat. Just throw my beat under, and then mm-hmm. like, and then maybe they'll. Uh, mm-hmm. I could do that. Just move it. If, if they if they continue to hold out, <laughs> I'm look, just gonna look up the tutorial. On, on <laughs> you a, stupid nigga. <laughs> I, it's not a hard sample to find. It's like it's, you hey, just, don't disrespect the multi-platinum selling producer. No, it's look. It's a two-bar I'm lead. You so much shit. <laughs> no, because I'm thinking about it as we're going. Like, you know, it's a two-bar loop, like every other hip-hop song. But um, it is. Um, all right, moving on. Love before it. we get out of here, globalization. We just had dynamics. Yeah, DJ dynamics. Yep. Um, you know what he brings to the table. Mm-hmm. He had a great set. Make sure you check, uh, catch it on our mix cloud, along with the rest of our mixes. And up next, we got Dante the Don from Chicago. Yeah, man. Um, so yeah, make sure you keep up with all of our mixes there. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, we do Mickey D's Radio on Pitbull's Globalization Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Mm. Mm. Talk to him. And um, that's it for us. Is it back to PDT now? No, now it's PSC. It was PDT before, right? Yeah, because it was Pacific Daylight. But it's not Daylight Savings anymore. Somebody look it up. Mm. Pacific it. Time. PT. Mm. That, that, PT. That works 365 days out of the Talk year. to them. So, no, like part-time jobs. Yeah, <laughs> that, that part. Anyway, All right. we'll see you guys next week. Peace.